Radio. Steve, Izzy, thanks, uh, thanks for coming by. Um, I'm sorry that uh, you know Nathan's not here yet. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, he's usually like pretty prompt and on the ball, yeah. but yeah, what's going on? Super weird. Probably some some family related. I'm sure. Yeah, oh, I yeah. bet one of his daughters is going on a date. Oh yeah, he's probably got to clean all those shotguns. It's usually ha ha. You fools! Whoa! Whoa. I bet you didn't realize. You thought it was going to be that that Nathan, but I heard that you two uncouth ne'er do wells were going to be part of this episode, and I felt that I should come in and uh, take my pound of flesh off of you, as the, when you covered your ape rule and your monk may or primate or whatever, you couldn't even decide on a name. All you did was play my phone messages and make fun of me. So I am going to be on this episode of your one of your beloved movies, and I am going to give it a right, proper British thrashing. What do you two think about that? Excellent. Yeah, we'd love to have you. And I mean, yeah. I assume it's one of your favorite movies. I mean, no, I no, definitely know he would never, Montrose, if anything, would never say anything scathing about a fellow simian. The fellow simians, no, uh, but uh, ghastly nightmare fuel puppets, yes. Oh, oh, I see. He's uh, oh. he's being a little prejudiced against apes oh. that don't have the organs for speech. That's I, cool. I uh, see. All right, well, I see. Uh, hit that theme music. You know when I pick a movie, that's when I'm under pressure. Now the question always comes back to me: What will they? Ladies and gentlemen, ooh ee, ooh ah ah, here we are. Careful, you be careful. Is that appropriating? I'm, I'm sorry. No, I feel you are. <laughs> Stop oh, it. Okay. I apologize. Uh, Montrose, um, where, where, by the way, okay, first of all, I, my name is Brendan. Yes, and I'm Montrose Merkington III, Esquire, from Bananashire upon Hampton, sitting in uh, for the um, purposely absent, by my own hand, Nathan. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's what I was going to ask. Is he murdered? No, no, he is quite alive. Okay. However, um, subdued for the time being. Okay, he's a bit tied up, you might say. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You might. Is this is this like one of the real life monkey attacks? Because in real oh, life no. they go for your face. No, I didn't bite his face Because they don't off, want no. you to bite them, and then they go for your hands because they don't want you to scratch them. Then they go for your junk because they don't want you to rape them because they're pretty much convinced that without a face and without hands you can still rape them. These are awful, awful stereotypes. But this is a podcast about <laughs> uh, bad to questionable movies. Of course, we already gave our names. This is a podcast called What Were They Thinking? Uh, and and we, we have guests here this week. Um, and also the guests that you picked do? this movie. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, making their way to the podcast, I believe for the third time, uh, Stephen Izzy of Everything I Learned From Movies. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Boo! Hey. Uh, Boo! No, no, no! It's Steve. Some not sort blue. of ghost. <laughs> I, that's a, that is a British booing. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I say. That's best. Good show. A pox on thee. <laughs> oh, terrible! Couldn't be worse. 
A boo upon your family. Thanks for having us. I- I'm glad you had us on for this amazing movie. The greatest Although, movie of all time. Trash. I mean, absolute Back garbage, to the Future, rubbish. Commando, and now Congo. I thought you guys right? did bad to questionable movies. They only did, uh, yeah. No, yeah. And that's why, and that's why we're coming back to it with this movie. Um, so <laughs> we're talking about Congo. You guys gave us uh, Congo. Steve, have you seen Congo before? <laughs> Brendan. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind right now. You have never seen it, and you've been lying for years. <laughs> I've been lying for years. I've never seen it a thousand times. I don't love this movie with the passion of a thousand sons. Uh, it's, yeah, it's me, like Austin. Movie. It was me the whole time. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> you all yes, I... were made fools of. <laughs> Yes, I own this movie in many formats, including the Blu-ray, where the only special feature is the trailer. <laughs> That's yeah. how you want to Come on, you cowards. Ernie Hudson's still alive. So is Joey Pants. Holy shit. If they did a commentary of Ernie lady. Hudson and Bruce Campbell watching <gasps> this movie, oh. you could not sell enough oh, Blu-rays. No. Oh, I'm not, yeah. not going to lie. That actually does sound pretty enjoyable. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is just right? like, I wasn't on the set for this. I wasn't on the set for this. I wasn't around for that. Never saw this before. Don't know what that is. <laughs> It's just all the cameos. You got Joey Pantliano, you got Bruce Campbell, you got Stuart Pankin, Mary Ellen Trainer. Oh, don't forget Delroy Lindo. Yes, Delroy Lindo. Oh my god. Stop eating my sesame cake. Before we before we delve deep into this though, um this is a movie that uh you know, while while not uh, critically or or audiencely, <laughs> that's a word now, or audiencely successful as we'll see later um, when we get to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, this is still a movie that made some money. This movie cost about $52 million to make, and it made about threefold that at the box office. Yeah, wait for that sequel, baby! It had the Crichton name attached to it. It did, and this was, uh, I I believe, two years after Jurassic Park, so this is like the Mm. follow-up, and kind of caused Michael Crichton to be like, maybe I'm going to stop letting my books become movies. Well, I, and I don't know why. I mean, every single Mike, Michael Crichton adaptation has been amazing. Look at Sphere. Mm. <laughs> yeah, look mm. at Timeline. Look oh, at Timeline's Runaway. Yes, look at 13th runaway. Warrior. You know, you uh, know, Brennan, you should actually be writing these down as a very long list of coming soon <laughs> movies. I, I, coming I, September. I, have you guys seen or heard of Runaway? I have seen. Just, uh, Tom yes. Selleck. Yeah, Tom Gene Simmons versus Gene Simmons versus robots. Yes, and the five-minute end credit kiss. I have seen. That <laughs> yeah, though. with the, the fireworks going the off sparks. in the background. It's the yeah, sparks it is sparks. The is someone workers. gonna yell "cut"? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we're not here to talk about Runaway. <laughs> no, this movie. Just to sum it up real quick before we get into the the breakdown of this movie, it's about um, these well <laughs> lasers. <laughs> Diamonds, <laughs> yeah. diamond lasers. Future um, of communication. Yeah, diamonds, the future of communications, I believe is what they say. Um, Do these lasers start forest fires in California? Because Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene might need to know about them. <laughs> no, I believe they're Christian lasers, so we're safe. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, based on the owner of the company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe Don Baker, he's on the commentary too. <laughs> oh, see, I thought he was one of the simians. <laughs> The movie is about diamonds. Like I said, Steve. Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the buck here, Steve. You've seen this movie 748 million times. Why don't you <laughs> guide us through Congo? Okay, we start out in the wilds of Africa with the nice Jerry Goldsmith score. 
rising as you basically see the opening of the Lion King, which, <laughs> by the way, Jurassic Park plus Lion King equals Congo. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel that, that that math is proper at all. <laughs> I don't know how that math is incorrect in any way, shape, or form. It's a scientific fact. Yeah, so must we be, <laughs> must be new math. <laughs> new math. Lick of sense. So, is that like wait? Is that like new metal? Like nu math? You know, I I'm I, I'm assuming because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just like new metal. Oh, so yeah. So in the wilds of Africa, we see totally not a group of stand-ins in Africa posing <laughs> as uh, Bruce Campbell and others hiking oh. through the mountains of the volcanic region of, uh, I think, the Virunga region of it's the, the Congo. It's the Virunga region of the Congo. Yes, and then they finally get to this wonderful soundstage where they can set up camp. <laughs> and then uh, we get a nice little, uh, they, they set up some sort of satellite communication to get back to Houston, Texas, where Bruce Campbell, a.k.a. what's his name? Charlie Travis in this movie is calling his father, owner of Travicom, and his ex-fiance slash former CIA operative <laughs> slash doctor slash VP of communications for Traviscom, uh, Laura Lenny, uh, doc, Dr. Ross, Dr. Ross, Dr. Karen Ross. When they and, that, uh, when she revealed, by the way, that she was former CIA, I was like, what? Yeah, she, she wears seems like hats. a bit of a hat on a hat, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now, you may be wondering why is Bruce Campbell out in the middle of the Congo? Well, he's looking for diamonds, and guess he's what? He's not really—he's not really out in the middle of the Congo because when we see him, the background looks like it has Disney World oh. ride levels of background green screen. Oh, it is absolutely a stage. Bruce Campbell was there for a day, but with well, his raw charisma, he's able to pull it off somehow. Yeah, he's right. way too busy uh, working on Briscoe Kenny Jr. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> Points for being accurate in regards to Bruce Campbell. <laughs> my, my, my next line after this, by the way, is smash cut to space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they're like setting up camp and like all the, the African music playing that it's meanwhile in space you see a satellite yeah <laughs> then it's back to houston texas and it's like oh okay i guess they're going through a satellite with a diamond laser yeah don't worry about it anyway <laughs> anyway long story short uh they call back oh yeah i found the diamonds here let me get the other guy on the mission and we'll call you back in about an hour sure send me your coordinates which i don't have because i'm calling you on a satellite but whatever. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get that right out. Right out of the gate, I was like, "Don't you have his coordinates?" You would. You would <laughs> look, think, given the fact that they are communicating, as Steven said, through satellites. Look, guys. It, it, okay, they should have some me, sort of They should have me for continuity because guess what? You can still have the coordinates, and you still can't get to the Congo, and you have to go through all the hoops they have to. Yeah. Boom. Done. But uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he's uh, going to be cut. an apologist for the entire thing, isn't he? He is a Congologist. Yeah. I don't need to apologize for it. It's amazing. Yes, you do. Someone needs to. <laughs> Montrose is quite the miser in this episode. Oh, he's just a little bitter because we didn't invite him on in the first place. It's okay. I was, I was actually, I was quite happy uh, to see uh, Joe Don Baker in this movie uh, because I'm always uh, a fan of people uh, giving jobs um, to American simians uh, because he, I'm pretty sure, is at least one quarter civilback gorilla. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hmm. He starts smashing things. <laughs> he breaks his own shit in the first scene. Oh, right? Yeah. That's that's the one quarter silverback gorilla come, shining through, actually. Yes. Hmm. 
Yeah. So was it like uh, Joe Don Baker at some point says the future is diamonds? He Good needs Lord. pure, like a hundred percent pure diamonds. Completely like the word you're looking for, flawless. Flawless. Yes. Mm. Unblemished. Diamonds. Unblemished. Yes, all of that. Uh, and apparently you can find giant ones in the Virunga region of the Congo. Yes. <laughs> and apparently you can also find uh, secret death because that is essentially what comes uh, to Bruce Campbell in his cohorts. Not until after we get a, uh, a nice uh, wet t-shirt contest with Bruce Campbell. Yeah. He goes swimming. Hmm. And then his friend gets his eyes ripped out. <laughs> no, he didn't get his eyes ripped. No, his friend, his friend gets okay. his eyes ripped. That's what I said. Ah, oh, you weren't you weren't listening because you were too busy uh, having masturbatory fantasies about Bruce Campbell in his wet t-shirt. I know you were as well. So. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> so please, please, please proceed, Steve. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, Bruce Campbell and his friend is, is killed. Uh, you know, basically, we just see Bruce Campbell scream at the camera, and then cut. Uh, then we cut to an Which hour is, later is go to move yeah yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> he evil does the shit out of that scene mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah an hour later is his fiance is trying to get hold of him yep and somehow they're able to remotely connect to the satellite again mm-hmm. not knowing the coordinates and uh and they see the camp and there's just bodies everywhere <gasps> Just, but the camera is still standing. That's right. So yeah, so they see all the dead bodies, but they don't see Charlie's body. And so, you know, dad Joe Don Baker starts beating the shit out of this high-tech office or whatever with a golf ah. club and sets a TV on fire. You know, it's a little tube TV, 95, you know. <laughs> and uh, basically he's like, Dr. Ross, I need you to assemble a team and get into the Congo. Oh, we can't get to the Congo because, you know, political unrest because, you know, Africa. They're not like, handing out visas right now. Well, then get on some other thing that does can get a visa. Okay, I'll look into it. You can it. have whatever I, money and technology you need. Just get your ass out there. That's right. Are you Get sending, your ass to Mars. Wait, I mean se- Congo. <laughs> are you sending me out there for the diamonds or your son? Because I swear to God, if I hear it's for the diamonds, you will never hear from me or those diamonds again. No, it's t- totally for my son. Just here, take take the money and go. Yeah. Joe All Don, right. Joe Don Baker's like, I love my son, goddammit. So then we cut to Berkeley, California. He's in yeah. Dylan Walsh, not not David Keith, as I have noted here. <laughs> it looks an awful lot like him, I found. Yeah, like or definitely not Steve Weber that I always get him mixed up with too. No, oh, I can see that too. Yes, I can see that. This is uh <laughs> this is um uh, Amy's uh, lover, right? Uh, Pretty sure. Yeah. And, and well, I think it's like a nice little three-way between uh Dylan Walsh, uh oh, his, it, his buddy Amy Richard and, and Amy the, the schlubby um uh Jason Manzukis. <laughs> uh what's yeah. uh is it is it uh, Grant Grant Heslov? Yeah, Grant has love. Yeah, he's oh. the bottom in this relationship for sure. Well, it's because he's his lack of chin. <laughs> uh, we do see that during uh, his uh, the presentation by uh, not David Keith, uh, that Earl Sinclair is is in the audience. Yeah, with his wife Mary Ellen Trainer. Right, and we never see them again, which is unfortunate. Uh, so then we go to a nice little presentation where uh, Dylan Walsh is talking about the, the research he's doing with Amy the Gorilla, where basically, uh, apparently there are people out there born without the organs of speech. And so they've used sign language to, you know, communicate. 
And now he's taught a gorilla to use sign language and he has this, this nifty is little the first time I've heard my own voice. <laughs> yeah. Which is not true because yeah. that's not his own voice. Yeah. <laughs> that down too. <laughs> yeah. But uh so then uh, you know, Amy comes out, she's wearing a nice little backpack with some sort of like robot arm thing on it. And and a no fear logo for some reason. Well, of course. I mean everybody wants a no fear backpack. It's in, the, in 1995, of course they did. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, they get a little demonstration. And, of course, yeah, Earl Sinclair is there like, oh my God, that ape is talking. <laughs> yeah, we owe, now Disney owns the podcast. Very good job, Brendan. Yeah. Yeah, so. This isn't Mr. Red, honey. Check out what were they thinking on Disney Plus. Oh, we could you could only wish. <laughs> we'll get on Star. There, there, there's the. I mean, if they'll play the Hills Have Eyes remake, they'd, they'd probably play this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting for the de- the Devil and Max Devlin, though. Uh, keep waiting. And, uh, thank goodness. I mean, I'm not the only person who has heard of that movie. Elliot Gould and Bill Cosby together at last. Mm. Indeed. <laughs> Keep waiting. Again, not a dry penny in the house in 1981. So this movie, Congo, keep going. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, so yeah, so anyway, uh, I don't know, we cut to a little later, and I guess Amy had a nightmare or something like that. <laughs> and like, oh no, another nightmare? Man, if only we could figure out what's going on. Hey, this place kind of looks like a jungle with all of her green finger paintings with eyes in the yellow eyes in the middle of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that means she wants to go to Africa. We should take her to Africa, even though we've spent, I don't know, the last four or five years of our life teaching her how to do sign language. Great idea. Uh, Of course, the dean doesn't agree. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't do that. Yeah. And and by the way, Dylan Dylan Walsh, that's his name, right? Yeah, it's not not David Keith. Yeah, he um he's like basically like oh I put all this research in and I, t- I taught her sign language and and he's like why'd you do it? He's like I don't know something to do. Yeah, he's just bored as hell, I guess. Like, what? Why do people teach? Why do people do this? And it's like, yeah, okay, answer that question too. <laughs> what, what, why? Uh, usually to pay off student loans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why do people teach? So obviously not to get money or do anything else. It's like. Yeah, you, you bring up an interesting point. Why do people teach? Well, this is why there's a teacher deficit now, because you have to basically have a doctorate. You make 22000 a year. There you go. Thanks, <laughs> and then, America. And then they cut, to, uh, they, they cut to evil Tim Curry. I will pay. I am Herkema Hamilka, Romanian philanthropist, free of Chilchasco, I'm doing good. And what is your theory about Tim Curry's accent? Every single time I've watched this movie, I keep expecting him to drop it and be from like New Jersey or something in the final minutes of the movie. And every no, time I'm disappointed. That would have been a fun gag if they had done that. I will say that. Although, <laughs> Guys, this character is in the books. Yeah. Yes, but given the accent that Tim Curry is doing in this movie, I feel if we could time travel, it would be pertinent, uh, prudent rather on our part to go back to this time and advise him to be checked out because I'm pretty sure that this accent is an early sign of, you know, the, the strokes that were to come much later in his life, unfortunately. Ooh. Way to bring it down. The warning there. signs Montrose. were there. Well, I am British, so it's, it's what we do. <laughs> By the way, he shows up. Can he be more British like Benny Hill? 
Yeah, more more grab assy. Maybe 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 more like uh, I don't know Monty Python or something. <laughs> Good lord, no! I'm far too sophisticated for that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, he's more of a kids in the hall. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Oh, the original Canadian. The Office. <laughs> so I, I'm I am probably more in line with Ricky Gervais and that and that whole thing than 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 anything else. I mean, really. So, who? Oh, good. I've heard he's a creeper. Well, you know, it's it's it's, it's it is ingrained in us at a at a young age because we are taught very early uh, to suppress any sort of uh, sexual urges whatsoever. So Herkimer Hamoka offers oh. to uh, take uh, <laughs> Dylan Walsh. And... Phobic all of a sudden. Jeez, wasn't <laughs> expecting that from the monkey. <laughs> well, Herkimer basically, t- Tim Curry basically shows up with a, I mean, I know it because it's Tim Curry also, but just with the, the voice and the way he's standing there and the way he's walking, he may as well come up and be like, I'm the villain. Definitely trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how even like the Dean and Dylan Walsh, like look at each other after he's like, yeah, I'll pay and do good and blah, blah, blah. But they, like, but they agree. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> but they, but they say, okay. And it, Either way, they still they were still yeah. like, yeah, to- totally cool. You're gonna yeah, you're cut gonna... to them packing their bags, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately the guy's like, uh, yeah, Tim Curry, your credit is shit. We're taking all the bags off this plane. But luckily, someone's there to save the day. Morelinius, an ugly woman. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'd love to come with you. I, I just, I'll pay for everything. Money's no object. Blah blah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I have I'm just... to get to the Congo, and they're not issuing visas right now. I have to borrow your monkey credit. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm just taking her to the jungle and leaving her be. I, I, I can't afford, you know, to take, you know, to have the monkey. I don't know. She's, she's not a pound of sugar to be bought. Yeah, I believe is what he says. Something along those lines. Spoken like a true teacher. Anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, they find out uh, Herkima Homolka does not have credit flow. And uh, so they uh, invite Dr. Ross to come along, paying all expenses. And I mean, I've been trying to compute how much she spends on like the fuel and all the supplies and everything. And it's like 58 thousand dollars yeah, just, yeah, just for on the fuel, fuel though i mean like all the other supplies everything else I, this at least a half million dollars easily is put in- well she's not spending her money she's she's spending joe don baker's money let's, well yeah but still let's keep in mind too this whole this whole the whole reason she's doing this uh, earlier joe don baker said when you go to the congo you need to keep it uh, uh low profile i want you to go with another expedition that's already going to the congo um, so no one think no one knows like the reason why you're going, and so you'll already have a crew and everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they invite her along because you know she's paying all the bills and nobody else is. So then uh, we get to the I guess the second airport where they run into Joey Pantliano, aka Eddie Ventro. Yeah. Don't and- don't run past the part where they they gave alcohol to the ape. That's right. That's right. The mm-hmm. first flight where they're introducing each other and. Amy throws an egg at Laura Linney and Amy want raindrop drink. A- AKA no, the gift Amy. that Steve may maybe has sent to me the most in conversation. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, this is like Steve's pillow talk guys. So. <laughs> Truly feel sorry for you. Steve want boning now bone Steve bed now, please. Bo- Steve horny. <laughs> pretty lady. Pretty. pretty. Lady, Steve, drink? <laughs> zipper down. Steve, undies off. Steve, now. 
No, this is no. all quite off-putting. Steve goes, Steve goes straight for... <laughs> I'm not for, narrating uh, my stripping, Brandon. <laughs> you better be. Steve goes be. straight for Ernie Hudson. That's he right. becomes the great white hunter. Well, <laughs> speaking of Ernie Hudson, Steve, doesn't he come up pretty soon here? Yeah, because uh, good old uh, Eddie Ventro, uh, instead of uh, the bird watcher that uh, Dylan Walsh originally scheduled to take him through the Congo, Eddie Ventro's like, yeah, fuck that guy. I got this guy, Monroe Kelly. Yeah, played by Ernie Hudson. And I would like to say, where does somebody get off affecting a completely unrealistic British accent? I mean, really, it is an insult to my countrymen. Uh, Montrose, Ernie yes. Hudson's British accent is better than yours. Is he? I don't know. My, mine's legitimate. I don't know what you're talking wait, about. Wait, wait, hold the phone. <laughs> is he doing a British accent? <laughs> yes, that's that's what we're, yes. He shows up there as a Union Jack painted on the side of his bloody Jeep. I, I did not. I thought, like I said before we started, before we started recording, I thought he was just doing a matter-of-fact accent. We get a smoky. They give a cigar. They give a cigar to the gorilla. I mean, that's yeah. that's unconscionable and irresponsible. I'm sorry. She takes that cigar? This, you know what? They are the adults in this situation. We, we are told quite early on that she is a very young gorilla. So, I mean, it is really incumbent upon Ernie Hudson to refuse that uh, cigar to that young ape. And really, I mean, he should be fine. Well, I mean, she's eight. I mean, he is fine. She's eight no. years old in this. Well, Which is, is far too young to be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, right. my dog, if my dog tries to take like a chocolate bar off the de- table, I'm not like, well, well, you're old enough to know better. I'm just going to sit here and watch. Right, exactly. This is this. Bre- Brendan gets it. He knows what's going on. Yeah, whatever. Let my cats eat chocolate. Anyway, <laughs> so then, <laughs> and Pickle it. simply will not die. I think he's a Highlander cat. <laughs> there, there can, can only, only be one. There can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they uh, meet up Monroe Kelly. He's got his people too, uh, including his trusted right hand man Kahega. Played by Adewole Akonoje Agbaje. You might know him from the HBO series Oz or Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Adebisi himself. He, he's the one that won them the Academy Award yeah, for Best Makeup. That's his Academy Award. Uh, uh, Jai Cor- Jai- it was Jai Courtney who won it for them. <laughs> you guys, you guys, yes, talking about one of my movies? Oh, hey, Jai. Hey. Oh, you know, didn't I, get your face and your genitals ripped off by a monkey. I'm so happy. I'm just so it's, it's happy. Jai Courtney. This is, this is Jai Courtney. <laughs> is he? Come on. Oh, you know I, what? Uh, uh, never mind. There's an angry monkey who wants to talk to you. Yeah, be careful, Jai. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I don't, I don't think I was in Suicide Squad. I'm pretty. Uh, yeah, you were that Captain Boomerang guy. Can I, can I get like a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get bread on uh, bread and mayo, like usual. That's that's the way I like. Perfect. It. <laughs> Thanks, Jai. Thanks, guys. What? I'll talk In to you later. In the name of white later. people, <laughs> hey, that that guy, he's got my shoes, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I, I'll, I'm gonna go talk to him. Yeah. Thanks for the thanks for the bread and mayo, guys. I'll see you later. All right. So they're flying to the Congo. <laughs> he he oh, just no, wait, he wait. sucked the air right out of the room, didn't yeah, he? Goddamn. Jai Courtney. I meant God. <laughs> Yeah, the flight of the Congo. I think they get to the, the near the border there in uh, Zaire in the Congo, and they uh, get off the plane, and then boom, a limousine explodes, <gasps> not a hundred yards away from them. 
and like, mm-hmm. oh shit, we gotta get out of here. And they tried driving out. You have terrible there. timing. They tried to blow up the president's limousine. <laughs> oh, that was him. Shit. They uh, no, did they get him? Unfortunately, not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so yeah. Is this is this the part? Where- Do you understand? Because it's a portion of the globe that is rife with political unrest and uh, uh, constant uprisings. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Is this the part where they meet up with Delroy Lindo? Yes. yes. Yeah, they're trying to escape the airport. They get caught mm-hmm. and they get taken to the Hotel oh. Leopold. They steal an army vehicle, and oh, then yeah. when they hit the yeah. checkpoint, they're like, "This isn't your vehicle. This belongs to the boss." So now you're going to go talk to the boss. I, I will Indeed. say that this this scene does have, and it's not the line that I know Steve quotes all the time, but this scene does have my favorite line in this movie, and it's when um, he says like. What are you doing in my country? And then they say whatever. And he goes, liar, liar, pants is on fire. You have our visas. You have our manifest. This is a legitimate scientific mission. You have no right to detain us. Liar, liar, your pants on fire. <laughs> oh, so, Delroy is killing this scene. There are so like many this. people in this movie affecting accents for places they are not from. I find it unconscionable. Where is Delroy Lindo from then? He's a, a British American actor, actually. Ah, so what you're saying is that he's probably doing an accent of uh, possibly one of his uh, aunties. <laughs> hey, I, that's uh, James Hong. Always said that he basically does imitations of his aunt when he needs a, a Chinese accent because oh he's from gosh. like Minnesota or something. <laughs> Makes sense. Have we had a James Hong Delroy Lindo team up yet? Oh, oh. Pro- Excuse me, I need pro- new panties. Probably both in the court. <laughs> I'm sorry, Izzy, did your uterus just explode? <laughs> I think it just ovulated. She, she, she is ready for their seed. Stop eating my sesame cake! <laughs> well, so that that scene is set up so perfectly because it's uh he you know he says basically like Laura Linney, um, Ernie Hudson, would you like some cake? Tell me why you're here. And then uh, Tim Curry's eating it. Mr. Herkimer, stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> it's not for Herkimer Hermoka. <laughs> no, because we get lots of hints from everyone about how this is not a good dude. And everyone else in the movie is like, eh. <laughs> I, I, I love his character for that fact, though, that this guy has been batted around multiple countries. Nobody likes him, and he's just not ready to quit. It's just like, yeah, I just like how everyone is like, eh, he can't be that bad. He can come along. Well, it's like, like Ernie Hudson is also the guy who everybody knows, but everybody likes because he's got the silver tongue. And he yeah. has not met, but he's not met Herkimer yet mm-hmm. until this, because after this scene, when they are released because of uh, Amy, um, uh, Ernie Hudson's like, so you're but, Mr. Homolka. And piles of money. I was actually going to draw that attention to because they he uh, Delroy Lindo uh, extorts Laura Linney for so several thousands of dollars uh, for for passage through his country. And then for some reason, Staples, the paper bag shut. <laughs> yes. No. Why? I don't understand that. Security. Oh, yes, because nothing gets past a, <laughs> uh, a stateless staple. <laughs> Have you tried opening a brown paper bag from Africa? Listen. Well, not me, because I don't have opposable thumbs, but I'm quite sure that you humans would be able to do it. Listen, in the Congo, doing that is basically like Fort Knox. Yeah. Look, it's like writing your name on your lunch in the work fridge. Nobody's going to dare open Delroy Lindo's lunch. They would dare 
eat Captain Wanta's uh, lunch. Right? That's what happened to the Prime Minister, and you saw what happened to his limo. I hope that's the reason. (laughs) (laughs) I told him not to eat my sesame cake. (laughs) That guy is very specific about his snacks. Yeah. So, yeah, so after the payoff, uh, yeah, basically he gets more men because, you know, Captain Wanta is like, yeah, across the border, you're going to need 10 men. Uh, so they're all packed up and ready to go, hop in another airplane and fly off into infinity. Well, and this is where uh, Edebisi joins the crew. Yeah, Kahiga. They, they, no, they, they drug bananas, which I think is <laughs> absolutely terrible. But the, the, we don't get time to think about how, how they're drugging this, this poor ape. Um, because they are then attacked because they do enter the airspace, and the, the, the rebels apparently have stingers, yeah. sh- shoulder-mounted uh, missiles to, to anti-aircraft <laughs> missiles. Mon- Montrose, I'm gonna stop you right there about the uh, drugging of Amy. Obviously, you are not a monkey who has done a lot of work with animals who uh, don't have excellent negotiating skills. It's hard to tell animals who have. Uh, lesser problem solving skills than yourself that they're not in danger but even though this seems like a scary situation and so giving them a mild sedative helps with their stress levels this is for her stress levels it's oh like, yes do it for the monkey i, I swear i never heard that before this, it's like when you have a dog who pukes in the car you give them a little half a dose of children's benadryl makes them a little sleepy and then they don't get as motion sick well, I mean, or you throw them in the trunk with a tarp. Well, that works too. That's horrible, by the way. Number one, <laughs> and uh, what, throwing them in the trunk or giving them Benadryl because the Benadryl's been approved. The trunk, the thing that Steve oh, said. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, he, tomato, he tomato. has a top. It's perfectly fine. No, get out, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we own a jeep. There's no, not, not really a trunk that, on it, so <laughs> it's more strap them to the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> It, don't they, so they go into when they go into Zaire too. Um, Ernie Hudson says something like uh, that gorilla is. Well, they jump out of the airplane, and you know, um, Ernie Hudson says uh, that gorilla is your best chance because they're scared of getting caught on camera being mean to a gorilla and being in like an American documentary. And I'm like, that's how you get into other countries. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is the thing that all the borders are closed, but they are on a rescue mission. For Amy, they're re-releasing her into the wild, and nobody, none of these world governments want to look bad. That like you're you got this endangered species killed because we saw the poster at the beginning of the movie. There's only like five thousand of them left in the wild. <laughs> um, so so Amy is the only reason why anybody can keep traveling. Sorry, and Mon- Amy's their golden ticket. Sorry, Montrose, well, you I was going to say something there quick? Yes, I was going to point out the fact that they actually come up with a rather ingenious way to, to uh, distract from the uh, the, the stinger missiles uh, because they are heat seekers. Uh, Lower Linny uh, grabs a flare gun and uses those uh, to throw off the guidance systems, the, the heat-seeking guidance systems in these missiles. Uh, but unfortunately, they have a, a finite number of flares, and apparently the rebels um, have the uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 cheat code for ammunition <laughs> yeah 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 this is where ernie hudson and laura linney fall in love in this movie i wish yeah, pretty much they had more chemistry than anyone else yeah as far as i'm concerned this is the relationship seen this movie like a thousand times still waiting for the romantic scene between dylan walsh and laura linney we're coming up on it he's gonna he's gonna uh, ha- squawk at her yeah gonna squawk at her that's it 
that's that's oh, the Lord. one thing. Yeah, that scene. But yeah. So they yeah. yeah they jump out and and they're doing the whole thing where like you know um uh they're they're saying like oh they don't want to get a con on camera being mean to a gorilla. And then they set up camp, right? And uh, she sets up like her satellite link up with Joe Dom Baker. And I love this part. So you're skipping past the part where Ernie Hudson tandem jumped with an ape. Well, yeah, like he's. And I, why, why didn't the why didn't uh, her, the doctor, her caregiver, do the tandem jump with her? If he's because so he wasn't gonna jump. He's not experienced. Ernie Hudson's I, the experienced one. You always, always send the uh, the youngest, least experienced person to tandem jump with the most experienced person. I never know about that. I feel that that he should have been a, a dedicated caregiver and and stepped up the plate. He wasn't. Then they jump. both would have smashed on the ground because Dylan Walsh is useless. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get an argument there. It's yeah. a pretty fair point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, but I. But yeah. So when when they land on the ground and set up camp, though, the thing that makes me laugh the most is Laura Linney sets up the satellite connection with Joe Don Baker, and they're having like a pretty normal conversation you know and he's like oh you know come look, go look for my son you know find my son blah 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 and then as soon as amy is like running like dylan walsh is like chasing her around and she knocks over the satellite equipment and of course the feed cuts out and joe don baker's like god damn it god damn it not again <laughs> just like well how much money did he send with her I, yeah i just like come that's on. a half million dollars down the fucking drain the last time that camera got knocked over, the entire crew was murdered. I know. I just like so. how he goes from zero to a hundred in seconds. Which is the only way Joe Don Brega goes from zero to a hundred at all. <laughs> it's that quarter silver back in him. Right. 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 And then guys, wasn't it, wasn't it stupid? Wasn't it Dylan Walsh is like the dumbest person alive because he's like, mm, I think I'm just going to go the other way. It looks scary. And Ernie Hudson's like, well, okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're deep in the Virunga region of the Congo, and I, I, we just I, got shot down by stinger missiles. So look, yeah, I think I just go talk to go him. home. I'm, I'm not Indiana Jones. How are you getting home? I do, I do love this unpacking scene though, because uh, they they threw all of Laura Linney's uh, yellow boxes out the plane with with their individual little parachutes. <laughs> um, so they have all their supplies, and she's like telling Ernie Hudson what she's got. And she's like, I've got a communications array, we've got tents, we've got survival equipment. I even have air conditioners. And then Ernie Hudson just looks at her and she goes, what, too much? And he's like, oh no, I'll take one. <laughs> also, petition right now. I know he's 75, but fuck it. Harrison Ford's like 90. Indiana Jones movie with Ernie Hudson. Absolutely. Sold. Hey, just make Congo too. Uh, no, it would be it would be a way better version of Firewalker. <laughs> I want I want the adventures of uh, Laura Linney and Ernie Hudson. Yeah, absolutely. And their balloon across Congo. Yeah. I've, guys, I've got the spec script. Just running guns and making laughs. But before that, Steve, I believe it is monkey mating season. This is the scene you alluded to earlier where... <laughs> yeah. Oh, and guys, it is not raining. That is monkey jizz. Yeah, monkey jizz <laughs> dampening all those leaves in the moonlight. But this is this is the moment you you uh, referenced earlier where um, uh, Peter, Peter does his like... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, but basically, they're like, "What's that noise?" And Ernie Hudson's like, "It's a full moon tonight. Every monkey within two hundred miles thinks he's Elvis Presley." Um, you know what? Uh, I feel that most of them probably would have thought they were Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I mean, when we, we are talking about you know that kind of loud lovemaking, I mean, you don't think? I mean, you don't think of Elvis? I, I would, I personally, I would think of the, weird you, racial. You, you don't think Elvis was a screamer? 
I feel that, but I feel that it would be more Prince because of the things that Prince wrote about. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think of the song Darling Nikki, I mean, really, that's more in line with the, the sounds that are going on uh, in this scene yeah. than maybe, you know, how Prince hadn't hit Africa in 1995. That was like 2004. Okay. Elvis I'm not, I'm was still not, I... frankly brand new in 1995. Despite being dead for over 20 years. Trevor Khan hasn't invented the internet yet. Yeah. I I think we're doing a culture takes a while to get to the other side of the world type deal here. I I see what's going on here. Yes, I do. Wait, so (laughs) if it is Prince, I mean, that explains the purple rain, as you referred to earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, but but after that said, uh, basically, they're walking back to their tents. And yeah, Dylan Walsh turns to Laura Linney and goes, that's it couldn't be that's it her her pants couldn't be any drier the next morning uh oh, that's right. there's a scream from dylan walsh's tent <laughs> ah! he has a leech on his penis yes a leech on his penis so ernie hudson offers him his stogie and is like here you can burn it off with this <laughs> take it off that's your leech <laughs> and then dylan walsh is like here's your cigar back and he's like what the fuck i don't he want this shit right into the ground yeah you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good is what I would have said. Yeah. Yes. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. The other kind of flirtatious thing that happens in this movie is when Laura Linney's like, well, here, I can help. And he's like, no, that's, that's, that's okay. And then, that leech off your dick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's what every guy wants to hear from a woman, right? Yeah, he's I mean, like, you know. he's like, this, this dick is for Amy and Amy alone. That's right. <laughs> if you want a jealous Amy, this is how you get a jealous Amy. Amy Boner, Amy, Amy Boner belongs to Amy. <laughs> Richard's in the background, like I never get to pick his leeches. <laughs> I didn't notice that last night. Yeah. So yeah. So then now they're uh, getting ready to, you know, they're, they're setting up the rafts to go down the river and to help calm Amy down. Uh, Dylan Wall starts singing. All the leaves are brown. All the leaves are brown. And the sky is green. And the copyright gets cut off there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is smart. You don't want to owe then, them $100. And then oh, no. everybody else is singing this new hit song in Africa. <laughs> California <laughs> Dreamin' by Mamas and the Papas. <laughs> Did Herkimer Homolka at some point say he was from Soviet Georgia? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. He oh, he says, at, well, he doesn't say he's from there, but he said, as a child, he found a book in Soviet Georgia. And I was like, that explains the accent. He's from Georgia. <laughs> so, but, no, Izzy, he's from Soviet Georgia. <laughs> yeah, he's from Georgia. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the city of Soviet in the state of Georgia. I believe he's from, oh, I thought he was from the Soviet, when, when the Soviet Union owned Georgia. Oh, you that's, mean the Republic of yes. Georgia in the so- former Soviet yeah. Union? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's okay. Weird, yes. Wait, that's that, a, that would make a little more sense. Wait, wait, wait. That's an actual thing. I thought he was just like he fucked up and he said he was from Soviet Georgia. No, no. Georgia is a it's, it's a country and yeah. it. Uh, oh my gosh, don't, Brenda, don't you? What remember? do they teach you, Canadians in geography? Don't class? you remember a few years ago, Georgia got invaded by um by Putin and everybody was all up in arms and my first thought was, well, what about Louisiana? But it turns out. <laughs> so that's why they're able to take away their voting rights so easily. It's part of the Soviet Union exactly former soviet union (laughs) hippo attack anyway history lesson yeah they wrap down the river and then hungry hungry hippos come out of nowhere (laughs) and steve wasn't this like two-thirds the budget of the movie for this scene actually yes it was the largest animatronic ever used in cinema history beating out even the t-rex from jurassic park wow 
For this scene, yeah, that's insane. That's... For this movie, that's insane. After the Hungry Hungry Hippo attack, they lost a few good men in two of their boats. Yeah. So they limp to shore. They wake up the next morning and two of the porters have run off. That's right. They've decided it's time to follow the gorilla. Which is the smartest decision they made the entire time. Because really, none of, none of them could, could, uh, uh, could lead their way uh, through a children's corn maze, let alone out of Africa. <laughs> Hashtag well, far better movie. <laughs> well, it's not like they have maps or equipment or GPS coordinates. Yeah. No, they don't have the, laser satellites. No, coordinates are extinct in this movie, remember? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> By the way, this also um, there's like a uh, a plane flying overhead, and it's like the worst process shot I've ever seen. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> By the way, the, the this plane is flying over them. What conservatively, twenty four hours max later, which means Travis had already sent another team with it that got there and got to that point within twenty four hours. Yep. How long is the flight from Houston to uh, to Zaire? Uh, let me. Oh well, see, they used Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, they used Kevin Hart oh. for Hobbs and Shaw's direct flight service. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like if you need to go from Moscow to San Juan in a uh, negative four hours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I lo- I love also. Uh, <laughs> uh, in in this scene, or not this scene, but as we uh, go further in the movie. Um, they spot some other gorillas and Dylan Walsh has like a confrontation with a silverback. Um, <laughs> Amy, <laughs> that is not Joe Don Baker. No, not Joe Don Baker. Uh, another, uh, his, uh, his cousin. And, um, yeah. Amy has like her device connected or whatever. And then she starts like talking and the gorillas, <laughs> it's like a comedy shot because the gorillas just stare at her like who this bitch. And then just like walk away casually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're done here. Yeah, They're like, and not not part of our tribe uh so yeah what happens after this yeah so they keep uh following i don't know bleeps on something but they don't really know what it is and uh i think i think this is around the time they find the uh the campsite where uh, bruce campbell and his people were saying and they get there and all the equipment's trash and everything but the bodies are gone (gasps) where could they have gone i don't know well let's keep wandering around till we find something and then Oh my god. Then they stumble upon a Nickelodeon the- set. <laughs> yes, the legends of the hidden temple. No. We skipped the ghost tribe. Yep. That was a while ago. I oh, okay. I, I figure Brendan just wanted to skip completely over the scene with the ghost tribe, right? We did run that we we did mention it briefly. I uh, we did it did get mentioned because they do see some some folks in the um in the trees and there uh, is brought to Ernie a hudson's attention he's like don't don't pay mind to them i i do i do want to point out that the ghost tribe were like ernie hudson you're the leader okay where's your luggage on your head (laughs) yeah we get yeah the whole ghost tribe scene they basically go back to the tribe and one of uh one of the other travicom people were found john hawks in another great cameo Right. <laughs> so many great people doing so cameos in this cameos. movie. I love it. But uh, yeah, basically they bring him back from the dead <laughs> with a nice little chant and everything. And then he sees Amy, freaks the fuck out, and apparently dies. He, he, because they moved him, his soul couldn't get back to his body. He gets, he gets scared to death. Yep. <laughs> that was my favorite. There's actually two scenes in this movie where people go, ah, and then just die. And 
I, I actually noted a great acting on the dead guy's part. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for a corpse. Yeah. Right? So, it's 11. So, so anyway, fast forward again and they find the lost city of Zinge. The legends are true, according to Hukamahamoka. And King Solomon's diamond mine. And they yes. used, the guards were very brutal and killed on it, sight. It, and. Yeah. It's the thing is this is only the second time in my life that I had heard the word zinge used. Uh, the other time uh, being an insult uh, from Joel Hodgkins uh, uh, when he or Hodgson rather when he called Ega uh, uh, a zinge in the episode of Mystery Science Theater. Ega hmm. was that after this movie came out? I think we were approximately around the same time, possibly. Okay. Yeah, so they're uh, wandering around. There's inscriptions on the walls. They don't know what it means, but it's basically three symbols over and over again. You can kind of figure out because one of them's an eye. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what happens here? Yeah, basically, they, they like split up. Like one team stays by the entrance and the other goes inside to check out the city. Uh, <laughs> and we get a wonderful little scene of uh, Grant Hurst. Herzaga, Richard, the assistant monkey director, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> assistant and monkey director. Schlubby <laughs> Jason Manzukis, as yeah. I have dubbed him. Yeah, nine, 90s Manzukis. He, uh, him and. That's why uh, he has the beard, to hide that lack of chin. But yeah, he's a nice little conversation with one of the, uh, the, the helper guys, and he's basically like, oh, hey, what's your name? Oh, shit, what was his Claude. name? Claude. Claude. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'll do both parts. That's oh, cool. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, hey what's your name claude oh claude that's cool uh that's a that's an interesting name from somebody from um where where are you from mombasa oh that's a very interesting name from somebody from mombasa have you ever been to mombasa no then what do you know about it and then he walks away to which i wrote typical claude <laughs> anybody named claude would behave in such a manner i kind Indeed. of applaud that guy to be honest you, you applaud Claude? I, I do applaud Claude because that guy was like, mm, that's a pretty weird name for someone from Mombasa. And he's like, dude, do you know anything about Mombasa? <laughs> I don't know. He's rather make, he seemed, seemed like a bit of a sod. I mean, you applaud Claude, but I feel Claude's a bit of a sod and not something to be applaud. I, I applaud Claude. And I think, uh, I think what, uh, what was that? What was, what was, a, you know, what he was uh, told was kind of odd. Oh, good God. So yeah, so we then cut to the the guys checking out the city, you know, uh, Monroe Kelly, Laura Linney, all those people. They're looking around, and uh, I forget exactly what they're looking at. Like, they stop for some reason, and then they hear a screaming. Ah! And they turn around, and uh, Richard, he's running down the steps like, and then, okay, this scene is always great because he, like, runs up to him and they're, like, holding him. He's like, let me go, let me go, let me go. And it looks like his, uh, he's got, like, a lot of blood, like, on his vest, like, over where his heart would be. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, basically they let him go. He, like, runs and, like, falls over and dies. And then we see the first killer ape coming down the stairs and throws something at the group. And for the longest time before I watched this in HD, I thought he threw like Richard's heart at them. It's like a Craig situation. Yeah. And he was like running to stay alive. And that's why he was like, let me go, let me go, let me go. And then he died like as soon as they killed him. But no, it was Claude's head apparently. Thanks, HD. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically they're like, oh shit, that monkey just threw a head at us. Kill it. Ka -ka -clow. And then all these other killer monkeys that are like 
kind of look like mangy albino gorillas. And there's like, plow, 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 gunfire, gunfire, gunfire. And uh, yeah, like a couple people die. And uh, it's also then then they make the fantastically smart decision to set up camp near where they were attacked by obviously deranged killer gorillas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 I think they basically set up in the camp that uh, Bruce Campbell had previously done, right? Like, yeah. where they smart, smart decision. Before. Yeah, mm. people were viciously mauled here. This looks like a good place to take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, well, and then also, okay, so when they set up camp, though, it's okay because they have fucking machine guns on turrets and like a laser fence, like a laser yeah, grid fence. Yeah, motion detection. <laughs> which which so actually we, made it look like they were surrounded by a field of purple kush. <laughs> yeah like guys i just want to point out in this scene too we get the that like horror movie cheap jump scare <laughs> but the funniest thing is that it's amy jumping in but as she jumps in she's like ah! and then <laughs> when she lands it's like wait why would amy be like <laughs> making that noise in that face when she's like jumping to see peter <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, not the best jump not. scare ever. I'll, I'll it, give you that. It, it's 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 just like a it's a I mean it's a trope, right? It's like the cat yeah, jumping yeah. in. It's like who the fuck threw that cat in? Like, <laughs> yeah, the cat would be a slightly weirder in that scene. Wow, <laughs> 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 little bit out of place. Absolutely. What, no what are you doing here? This, this movie would have gone up a whole star for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then uh, that night or whatever, they're at the camp. And they get woken up because the fence gets tripped and you hear and then so yeah they're like trying to test the the perimeter and perimeter fencing and apparently it really is lasers because you see them get like shocked by it and the guns are going off and just blasting and killing everybody. They've got like apparently rocket launchers or somebody's firing flares into the trees. I can't tell which it is but yeah and and by the way by the way while all this is happening tim curry is is in his tent and he has translated all the hieroglyphics yeah he has translated the three hieroglyphics that kept repeating (laughs) but but i just i just like how they've all been like standing there shooting at these deranged killer monkeys and and (laughs) tim curry comes out and he's like while you were all defending my life i've uh, translated all these hieroglyphics He's, he's trying to be productive. Hmm. <laughs> Just thought that was funny. Well, what do the hieroglyphics say? Oh, I don't Make remember. Make sure you do the accent. I, don't, I honestly don't remember. Oh, you do you don't? don't? Oh, his favorite scene he doesn't remember. Yeah. We are watching you. When did I say it was my favorite scene? I just said it was funny that Tim Curry was in the tent the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> favorite scene ever. Favorite scene of any movie that's ever happened everywhere. <laughs> is, you heard it here, folks. That no is hyperbole. That, that is unequivocally false. <laughs> I believe I already said my favorite scene was liar, liar, pants are on fire. Yes, yeah, so what happens from here? I think like the next day, uh, they end up going back into the city. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, do- I'm doing this all from memory, so I don't even have notes. I'm just. Uh... <laughs> well, they do, they do, because they, at one point, the, someone says, Do you feel that? Uh, and I noted here, Oh, you mean the, ki- the, the t- when the camera was shaking? No, no one felt yeah. that because it was the camera shaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like the volcano thing. going off. Like, Do you feel that? Feel what? I'm like, The fucking ground is shaking, but <laughs> are you improving yeah, right now? <laughs> it was easily the most Shatnerific scene that did not have William Shatner in it. 
I do in, in the scene too where they they feel the you know the ground shaking the vol the volcano is starting to erupt. Amy is just like hanging out with her new gorilla friends and she's like, "Wait, I got to save Baba." And she runs yeah. off. So they stumble upon this uh this chamber, I guess, that has like red sand and like a little river going through it and uh diamonds the size of fucking baseballs just kind of plotted all throughout the beach of the river and yep. and there's like all these little caves where i guess all the the killer apes live and they're just like oh shit these diamonds are huge and tim curry's instantly like filling up his shirt with like all the diamonds he can carry <laughs> he's basically abu from uh, aladdin yeah yeah despite the fact that previously they had said that these apes were bred to guard this area specifically and would kill anybody who took anything from this area he decides to make the smart smart decision and and put uh all the diamonds as many diamonds as he can uh in his pockets wait does it end badly for him yeah quite quite so actually (laughs) Oh. Yes, the killer apes come out and firefight ensues. Cacao, cacao, cacao. And uh, Tim Curry no, no, gets excuse bludgeoned me, to death. Steven, I know, I know, I, do, I hate to interrupt you, but I feel at this point you must do your impression of one Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints. There was a firefight! Thank you, good sir. So yeah, so yeah, the apes come out, firefight ensues. Cacao, 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 cacao. Even uh, the trusted Cahaga gets bludgeoned <gasps> to death. Oh, that Cahaga! Oh, and this is where they stumble upon, oh, it's a geode, a giant diamond. That's not what a geode is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she she's not a doctor in uh, geology. She's a doctor in, I don't know, primatology, communications, mm. who knows. And <laughs> CIAology, I'm not sure. Yeah, but in this giant geode, she finds the corpses of a bunch of her friends, including her ex-fiance, Charlie. Which I love how, like, this mission, initially, that was their goal to find Charlie, right? Like, that's yeah, what she wanted. Mission accomplished. To f- but, but, but I just like how the, it's handled so quickly. It's like, oh, no, Charlie's body. Okay, well, anyway. Oh, <laughs> anyway, what's she, this he's holding? <laughs> and then she pries a rock from his cold, dead hands yeah. to, and uses it to dig up a diamond. <laughs> right and and then she loads the diamond into her new laser and the the, the wheels fall completely off this thing she loads it like a fucking bullet yep (laughs) and then ernie hudson's like what do you oh fuck i was like oh it's something like uh uh we're we're getting out of here and ernie hudson's like what are you gonna do about these apes Put them on the endangered species list. <laughs> Fucking chopping yeah. apes in half with lasers and just. <laughs> and I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking greatest movie ever. Just turn. Just <laughs> you know, I, I can I, I take contention with that simply because of the lava effect that followed. Yeah, well, after OK, this. it's 1995. They didn't have the Jurassic Park budget. So. Now the volcano really starts going off in this chamber after they've like chopped up like half the gorillas with a laser cannon. Hold on, they and had fifty-two million dollars in nineteen ninety-five movie. That's not nineteen ninety-five money. That's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, they had Stan Winston making all of these ape outfits, and obviously, 
I, I think it was like they made 25 killer gorilla outfits and all you get to see of them is basically like quick shots of like some of the bass. Yeah, apparently each individual one had different, like they each were had, had like individual faces. They had like, apparently their retinas moved and stuff. Yeah, like, Stan Winston designed these things. Like, like they were even more elaborate, I think, than Amy's outfit. And then it was like, well, okay, we're just going to do quick cuts and stuff so it's scarier. And it's like, well, then why the fuck did you have Stan Winston? You could have, I, I don't know, M. Night's cousin do it or something. And then the greatest moment of this entire uh, final act is the monkeys just jumping into lava. <laughs> Look, okay. So, yeah, the 1995, you know, escape from L.A. kind of lava flow starts coming into the scene. And it's actually quite terrible. You know, the gorillas are trying to escape. So at least the first couple were kind of like pushed out of the way by the other gorillas. And then, yeah, towards the end, they just start <laughs> kind of start jumping in. I don't know. Which are they gorillas or lemmings? I mean, I really must know. Oh, <laughs> so if they were lemmings, then somebody pushed them into the lava. Well, fair. Ooh, maybe they were trying to escape like uh, Snake Plissken did and escape from L.A. They just missed their surfboard. <laughs> I hope so. If Kurt Russell just showed up in the last three minutes of this movie, goddamn. <laughs> oh, if he shows up at the... Bl- anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they get out... They get outside of the, the city of Zinge and they're, you know, a hundred yards maybe away from an exploding volcano. So they're perfectly safe, right? They can have a nice little touchy moment where... Oh yeah, that's right. Amy jumped in in the last minute and she was... She like saved Dylan Walsh for some reason. Uh, so Amy's back with the group and nice little touchy scene but then there's also like oh shit it's still erupting now we have to get across this chasm of lava luckily I got my laser cannon so I can cut down a tree and we can walk across that and nuts you know this this movie the way it goes it progresses through through the first few acts is that it looks like it's going to be some sort of you know environmental piece where where they're talking about you know saving the Congo and 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 rainforests and and endangered gorillas and whatnot and then they just start murdering simians with lasers and then it gets awesome I agree Montrose yeah Montrose knows where it's at I as I said the wheels fall off completely. <laughs> oh yeah, they fall off and reveal the monster truck wheels. Four wheel driving, baby. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. So, so then they go guys, another. I watched a different movie than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then they go like another hundred yards, so they're completely safe from this exploding volcano, and yeah. they can have another touchy scene. Uh, but they also go back almost immediately to where that plane crashed. Yep. that other plane and uh they pull out this nice little yellow box with a red stripe that we uh planted a nugget back in like act the beginning of act two that that's a hot air balloon so they can escape the congo in a hot air balloon but heat seekers will never find that you know, something happens before that yeah let's not let's not go past what happens just oh, before that are you talking about when amy gives the doctor her flower you know even before that because we, we they, they do make contact um, with uh, our favorite one-quarter civilback gorilla, oh, Jordan yes. Baker, yes, uh, who we, we come to realize, shockingly, uh, that he did send them there for the diamonds and not to find Bruce Campbell. Uh, jack up so, the diamonds! So Laura Linney's response is to, to jack up the power uh, <laughs> in this ape murder laser uh, and, and to destroy a satellite from terrestrial Earth. <laughs> yes, but unfortunately, she didn't have the Same. coordinates. So wait a minute. 
Guys, she just Laura Linney just blew up the moon. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, like for the longest time, is always like when she does it, like you hear a rumbling noise, and I'm like, you wouldn't be able to hear that, but I'm like, oh, that's right. There's a volcano a hundred yards away from them. <laughs> right. So that that that's what brings it home to make it make that part make sense. Yeah. Hmm. But then, but then, yeah. Before they get on the hot air balloon, too, um, they find those gorillas. Amy home. Amy home. Yeah, Amy like wants to be with the the gorillas, and you know, and and my note is Amy is going to die out there. Yep. Because she's constantly be, been like pampered like her whole life. Um, and now that gorilla is gonna rip her in half. <laughs> oh, which oh, is wow. probably her dad. I mean, oh yeah, shit. <laughs> They're all her dads. <laughs> <laughs> my three dads is that what the show was called and then <laughs> coming soon to fox <laughs> and then they balloon to safety because sure why not and the last line of the movie is hope uh <laughs> where are we going hopefully somewhere good the end no oh, hey, oh wait 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 we we forgot a very important part when they're up in the hot air balloon the titanic moments they, no. She pulls out the giant baseball-sized oh. diamond and is ba- basically asked Dylan Walsh, hey, could you uh, do me a favor and chuck this for me? And Dylan Walsh is like, are you sure? Whatever. Flicks it out there, and Ernie Hudson's like, ooh. Whereas I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? We need that diamond to get back across the border if we're not mm-hmm. shot down by Stinger missiles in this hot air balloon. And what the fuck happens from here this movie is about to get interesting roll credits yeah no you see you absolutely missed out an opportunity to do your uh british ernie hudson impression for that whole rant steve well he doesn't say much he just says "Ooh, that had to no happen. but you're saying that, that that's what you would have said as we're gonna need that 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 diamond right. to get across the so i mean i, mean, I felt that that, that was just pants from about 400 miles away like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> that's that okay yeah, that's something he would say too the money has in the back of my neck you're going woo, woo, woo. did you just throw a diamond yeah so yeah that's congo greatest movie ever made guys how nope. many times would you recommend buying the blu-ray okay hold on this is what we that's not is, that's not the ratings i'm not even on this show as a as as a regular host and i know that is not the rating system here steve Never heard it. steve and izzy yes um so this is worth a watch i'm guessing <laughs> oh absolutely worth a watch I'm Only not even gonna read the, the greatest ca- movie of all time. I'm not even gonna read the categories, <laughs> um, but I will read. Actually, you know what? I will. I will read them because I feel like ours might be a little bit different. Um, Montrose, <laughs> yes. Is this movie worth a watch? A drunk watch with friends? Would you attempt head trauma to forget it, or would you avoid it like the plague? Oh, no, I would definitely drunkenly watch this with friends, as there are points in this movie that are delightfully hilarious but you know not intentionally (laughs) so worth a drunk watch with friends i agree um i am going to (laughs) i am gonna go a step below because this movie was kind of a nothing burger for me and i'm gonna say attempt head trauma to forget it the last i'm very sorry all right let's all take a breath stop it tina belcher Um, the, the last monkey lava fight is pretty funny, but other than that, I don't know. It's, it's whatever. It's not the worst thing. So so what, so what you're saying, Brendan, is that you're going to attempt head trauma to forget three quarters of the movie, but 
the last quarter is a drunk watch with friends. Yeah, I would re- I would attempt head trauma to forget the whole movie, and then I would rewatch the la- the the last like fifteen minutes, whilst inebriated. Yes. Okay. Er- Ernie yes. Hudson, Bruce Campbell, Joey Pantoliano. We need you to do a commentary track so it can be released on the new Blu-ray. Well, Steve, I just want to thank you for uh, for for taking us through that plot. Uh, you, this is the first here on what were they thinking, but I figured you are so you guys are so well versed in this film that it, it, we we couldn't have done it any other way. <laughs> well, thank you for having us, Brendan. Well, we will. We were gonna. We are going to take you know just a moment, Brendan. Just one moment. I, I know normally I come on later uh, for this, but I I do know that that uh, before I uh, subdued Nathan in not the most um, Geneva Convention responsible ways. Uh, he did write a haiku uh, and did some of the research. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, I'm going to say, check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, be friends with me on Facebook at the group Montrose Monkington Third Esquire and Friends. Tweet at me on the Twitter, at Montrose Third that's the number 3RD. And I will take my leave of you as I feel I have done my part in eviscerating uh, this movie. Thank you. More later. Bye, Montrose. All Bye, right. Montrose. See you later. And when we come, when we come back, Nathan will be back with us, and uh, so we're going to take a brief break. And we will be right back. What were they thinking? It's time. Let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh yeah. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot And we're back. Hey, hey, wolf. hey guys, I'm woozy. Um, oh, so, hey, Nathan. So, uh, so Congo, it, it opens with Bruce uh, Campbell. No, actually, and... uh, Nathan, uh, we're good. Montrose stepped in. Uh, I don't know where you were, but Montrose stepped in and covered for you, so it's fine. Mon- uh, Nathan, do British you still have, have all your genitals? Because monkeys like to rip those off. I seem to like make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah, just check real quick. Testes, testes, one, two, yeah, they're they're both there. Uh, okay. Wait, what about the third one? Yeah, where does that go? <sighs> what, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. You guys live near Three Mile Island or Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> I go there every summer for vacation. Um, but now we uh, we're gonna get into the low haiku, and I know Nathan, uh, you were uh, not present for the earlier part portion of this episode, <sighs> but please explain to the people what the low haiku is. Uh, oof, the uh the low the low the low haiku is seventeen perfect syllables that apparently has for about a movie that's been talked about for the last little bit. I'm not sure. <laughs> perfect description. Uh, oh. uh Stizzy, Stephen uh, Stizzy, as it is, as it uh, as it were, Stizzy. 
Um, do you do you uh, have a little haiku uh, for us? Um, I do. Okay. Okay. Steve <clears throat> has one for both of us. Hold on. Hold on. Me. <laughs> you're like it's it's like it's like a Christmas where you're like this gift is from both of us. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Let me just I'm just put it on my backpack real quick here so I can. Uh... All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Amy going home. Ugly, ugly gorillas. Steve want raindrop drink. <laughs> oh god uh nathan in the last uh 45 seconds uh since you returned from capture actually i guess you wrote this beforehand so uh, why don't you... i wanted i did i was fully prepared yeah so um so... before i was oh, uh, 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 whoa, whoa 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 uh npr voices please sorry sorry i was fully prepared for this before i was drugged uh okay well why don't you give us your uh low haiku uh, it isn't King Kong, not even Mighty Joe Young. Throw. Oh, God. Uh, okay, and I'll read my haiku here. <clears throat> Hudson, action star. <sighs> Congo. He's rather blue. Yeah, we're back. But hey, Ooh, uh, lava uh, apes. Oh. What, what was that? Thank you. Thank you. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, so long. Dirty Dan, hey, the garbage dead. man. Hey, 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 hey. Driving around the street. Hey, I'm here to pick up the trash. Hey, Steve, you got your garbage on the sidewalk? I'm here to come pick it up. Okay, I yes. guess you don't have it. I'm going to keep driving. Bye. Sorry, Dan, the garbage man, okay. he came by and he was, okay. he's gone already. Um, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> I was going to say thanks for all the memories. <laughs> uh, Nathan, actually, we, we, you know what? Actually, you seem a little out of sorts. So I'm going to let you take a rest bit for a second. And I'll, I'll ask our guests to let you, uh, you know, pop, a more, pop some... Uh, some aspirin and settle. Um, Steve and Izzy, we, we talked about this movie, but what do we always say? Well, Brandon, we always say... Don't take a word for it! That's right, folks. Don't take our word for it. Uh, Nathan? Yeah? What are the... Um, what percentage of the critics are, are digging this movie? On Rotten Tomatoes. 22% of 51 reviews. Okay. What? Okay. Yeah. Now, the audience, I'm sure, is like a 78. 29% what? out of over <laughs> 50,000 ratings. <laughs> Steve, or did you make 18,000 accounts and rate this movie is my question? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get into this. Let's let's take a look at some of these critics' reviews here. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Janet Maslin of the New York Times says, This glib, overheated film about vicious primates delivers little suspense. Uh, well, my, uh, my first, apparently, critic, legitimate critic review comes from uh, your country idol, Chris Hicks. 
From wow. the time he worked at the uh, Deseret News in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Deseret News. Uh, writes, uh, this is slick, big budget Hollywood hokum at its most ridiculous. Also fair. Uh, Jeffrey M. Anderson of the Combustible Celluloid says, It's fairly ridiculous. The apes are clearly people in suits. But it's a light and brisk and fun with a nice open air feel. Three out of four. <laughs> open air or or, or studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think they hide it fairly well in some scenes. Yeah. Uh, Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle. And this is a sign of the times just based on the dollar amount we're looking at here. As you stand there with your $7, ask yourself, do I really want to see a rubber gorilla smoke a cigar? If necessary, ask yourself twice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Steve Davis of the Austin Chronicle wrote, it suffocates you with one faux thrill after another. Uh, James Jennings of Film 4 says, revel in the sheer insanity and unique humor of this cracking jungle adventure. Three and a half out of stars. There you go. All right. Now, before we do jump into the uh, the audience reviews, you know something, Brendan? I do. Your boy liked this movie. I know Roger Ebert gave this a, like a three and a half out of four or something. He said it was a splendid example of a genre no longer much in fashion, the jungle adventure story. Yeah. Well, sometimes a clock breaks. What can I tell you? <laughs> oh shit you know what i just realized yes you know that jungle cruise movie with the rock and emily blood <gasps> they've been sitting on for like four years what if the rock is the son of monroe kelly and dr ross i'm in i'm fucking in right i'm in i'm in, I'm in it I'm makes in. you're in way before that <laughs> wait steve if they make cameos if laura linney and ernie hudson make cameos would you die absolutely i would come so hard (laughs) well with that image fresh in our minds let's move on to the audience (laughs) reviews um because i've got one here from pete s uh i don't know pete s something pete something (laughs) says i've just watched this thing from start to finish on tv i laughed throughout and nearly wet myself at several points it was only after it finished that someone told me it wasn't supposed to be a comedy one out of stars (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well pete s since uh your last name literally stands for shit wow. that's a shit review she's coming hard already i love it <laughs> whoa. whoa 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 that was steve phrasing <laughs> is he coming hard uh. <laughs> isolate that sound clip save it for future episodes perfect yeah uh, get that well, drop my, my, uh, <laughs> put it in the my, chat Sorry. My next one comes from uh, Rob H. I'm assuming it's Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Uh, and he writes, One of the worst movies ever made. Pathetic storyline along with some of horrendous acting. It's so soapy you could wash your car with it. Anyone who thought this crap was any good would be deaf, dumb, and blind. Triple exclamation point. Half out of stars. Wow. Well, I'm going to say that maybe your career trajectory got a little soapy and you should wash your cock with it. <laughs> I think that, Damn. Rob Halford. <laughs> Shame. Is that Jim's dad? 
Uh, I got a review here posted just two days ago. Oh shit! Uh, is by... it you? <laughs> no, no, it's a uh, Sam B by Steve K. Yeah, right. Sam no, Bottoms it's my, it's, from Apocalypse. It's now. my nom de plume, Sam B. Uh, great movie. People need to stop expecting novel adaptation films to be identical to the source material. By the way, this totally is not. Uh, critics of the time didn't like it because during the 90s, film critics were all pretentious and would give anything that didn't have subtitles a positive review. Highly recommend this film. Five out of stars. You know what? You get five out of stars because the pianist got a fucking Academy Award and you are correct. People in the 90s were totally up their own assholes. English patient. The fucking t- English patient. You're talking about the same decade that created The Rock, Con Air. I mean, yeah, no. but they didn't win any Hard awards. Boiled. Yeah. This uh, review is from Anonymous, uh, the the organization, and uh, they give it four out of stars. The reason this gets a good rating is that it finally depicts the way I always imagined primates to be: pure rage incarnate and utterly insane <laughs> animals. Plus, I'm almost certain this is the only movie where humans win against a bunch of apes. Don't think that's true, Um, which I find to be accurate. I'm not willing to look up if that's true or not, nor will I care. It's an old movie, and the only reason it won't get five stars is because this movie was pure garbage. (laughs) I love the twist at the end. I mean, I feel like your outlook on life might be pure garbage, but I also don't think you're wrong from having worked at a zoo... All of the apes and monkeys are magnificent, powerful, and fucking awful. They are horrible, (laughs) horrible animals. They need to be in the wild far away. And technically, we are winning the war on apes because I think they're all in danger. Uh, My next review is from Kyle M. So I'm assuming it's Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, I thought it was Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live. Oh, it's a possibility. I'm pretty sure it's Kyle McLaughlin. No, no. Uh, This is the famous Kyle M. Oh, how dare (laughs) you? I love Kyle Mooney. Uh, so he writes achieved the goal of embarking on a pulp adventure with attractive set pieces of amusing quality nostalgic practical costuming that dates to a certain 1968 usages and fun performances from the cast particularly Ernie Hudson outfitting the occasional image role for any actor who wildly loosen up for a jungle expedition to make this a typically engaging well equipped ride of a Campy, lackluster, B. Three and a half out of stars. All right. I feel your grading's a little bit low, but yeah, overall, this guy gets the spirit of the movie. Izzy, I can't wait till you review my last review here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, guys, going through the reviews, I think I found something pretty startling. I know you guys accuse me of, you know, making like 20,000 positive reviews for this movie. I believe I found a review from my nephew, Corbin K, <gasps> written when he was about seven days old. <gasps> you, had me says, to, you had me to the last detail. Yeah. <laughs> He's a youngin' still, but still probably about as tall as you. I'm not gonna lie. He's, oh my god. Uh, that kid is like two and he's already like 70 pounds. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a big guy. So what does Baron Corbin K say? Corbin K says it was an enjoyable watch and I can't say that I'll never uh, come back to watch Congo it doesn't take itself seriously and I'd compare it to tone to that of the Brendan Fraser mummy movies by the way also fantastic the first one anyway yeah for sure absolutely 
Uh, it's far from great, but far from awful. To some, they'd rather just watch an Indiana Jones flick. Uh, this must have been written before. Oh, must not have seen the Crystal Skulls. Uh, <laughs> well, he's but... only seven days old. Come yeah, on, he's already yeah, watched yeah. the entire Mummy series. True, true. Yeah. But if you just want a silly adventure, to watch this is a good option. Plus, it's got Tim Curry as Herkimo Hamorka. Stop eating my sesame cake. Three out of stars. Not bad for a seven-day-old. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to shit on your nephew yet. I'm going to wait till... Uh, <laughs> you wait till he's grown and can defend himself? Exactly. I'm going to wait till at least he weighs as much as I do. Because <laughs> they say don't pick on people smaller than yourself. Yeah. Izzy's going to give him warning before she throws shit. <laughs> Unlike the monkeys at the zoo. <laughs> All right, guys. My last review here is from uh, Bren A. Uh, it's Brenda. It's his alter ego. Get him! <laughs> Well, I mean, this is an odd review for me to post, but anyway, um, Bren A says, it's always on the Spanish channel and Rick's always watching it. <laughs> Way to go, Rick. <laughs> they give no Rick rating. Good taste. No rating given. <sighs> so <laughs> Morty made a fake account? And <laughs> uh, okay, so my last review comes from uh, Nathan H. Uh, I believe it's uh, Nathan Horton from the uh, formerly of the Boston Bruins, uh, 2011 uh, Stanley Cup winners, mm, or maybe the H is silent, huh? Nathan Spavold. Uh, no, because I don't think I would have been this forgiving. Okay. Um, this movie will always be compared, fairly or unfairly, to Jurassic Park, and of course, in that respect, it comes up way short. But it's important to remember that these are different films, with Congo trying to strike a slightly lighter tone. Of course, at points, it crosses the line and comes off as a bit silly. Yeah, just a bit. (laughs) But the movie can be fun at times, and some of the characters are interesting, especially Winston Zeddemore. I mean Ernie Hudson. (laughs) Two and a half out of stars. I think that this was actually written by Montrose Monkington pretending to be Nathan Spavold, but it's he forgot Nathan Nathan's Horton. last name. It's an H. <laughs> but he forgot Nathan's last name, so he just put yeah. like Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> exactly. That's so. Um, that's monkey races. I'm gonna rate that as monkey. <laughs> this is monkey shines. That review is monkey shines. <laughs> okay, five Great stars movie. then. The best movie where a guy bites a monkey in the neck. <laughs> that list is long, and that movie's on the top of that list. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve, send us home. Uh, Jared asks, uh, he says, man, I don't care what anybody says. I love this movie. Must have watched it 200 times as a kid. Five out of stars. I agree, yeah, Jared. Yeah, Jared, he has good taste. <laughs> Jared gets it. Um, all right, well, that's those are the reviews. That's going to do it for that. Um, and they, they, question for all of you guys okay okay uh you know the pandemic is happening uh you know we're all kind of hunkering inside uh, watching a bunch of watching a bunch of tv and movies you best be (laughs) and if not we're wearing our masks um we're watching a bunch of (laughs) izzy (laughs) i swear to god (laughs) you promote your anti-mask agenda on this podcast one more time i am turning this podcast around no 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 i need to set the record straight guys i'm gonna be wearing a mask for a long time after masks aren't required i like not being uh big spotted i like not having to smile at people i really like not being able to be picked up by facial recognition trackers that's right so um <laughs> that being said we're all inside hunkering down for the most part um so we're all watching stuff so uh steven is he what you uh what you watching bud Oh, well, I mean, 
obviously after watching Congo, you love Ernie Hudson and yeah. Adewale Akinoge Abaje. Why not watch HBO's incredible series from 1997 to 2003, Oz, which we're about four seasons deep in in the last, what, two weeks? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, we just can't stop watching it. Yes. Okay, spoiler alert. There's a lot of hanging dong because it's about a prison. It's a pretty amazing series. Ernie Hudson's the warden. No Ernie Hudson dong yet. (laughs) Just wait. Oh, yeah, it's true. Four seasons in and no Ernie Hudson dong. Yeah, when's he going to take a shower, damn it? It, You you want some spoilers? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Is this your guys' guys' first watch of Oz? Yeah, so I thought I had watched at least, like, the first couple of seasons. Apparently, I had only watched the first, like, season and a half as, like, Mm -hmm. a... 16 year old when it first came out okay but uh yeah it's all new to me now you you let me know you guys let me know what you think of that last season because that's one that's always kind of been like no known as like a off i hear it goes off the deep end yeah yeah. not quite there yet yeah okay we're still in the middle of uh really trying to dismantle beecher's entire psyche yeah (laughs) yeah oh you're gonna like his arc yeah, it gets better. It does until it kind of doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's one of those shows, unfortunately, that gets canceled rather than just ends. So that's Aww. unfortunate, too. But no, okay, Oz, yeah, there we go. But yeah, yeah, it's, odd, it's oddly prevalent, though, and, like, you know, it talks about prisons and, like, it, I mean, it's kind of obviously a more dramatized version of what goes on, but it's still, like, the key components are there. I mean, it's no pit bulls and paroles, but definitely <laughs> makes some like really poignant points. Yeah. <laughs> poignant points. I love that. Uh, <laughs> what else are we watching besides a lot of incredible movies that we talk about on everything yeah. I learned from movies, our incredible podcast. Uh, we've been watching a lot of venture brothers. Cause oh, yeah, you can't we're go wrong that. with venture brothers. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oz and venture brothers. Weird combo. <laughs> They go watch together, it with your kids they go together quite well <laughs> watch it with your kids for all that hanging pain and references they won't get so uh <sighs> so so nathan uh, what you uh what you watching bud uh ninja cheerleaders uh yeah well we watched it for you know last week's episode unfortunately no no we didn't uh, this is a different movie ninja cheerleaders yeah again it was terrible why did you watch it again Nope, nope. This is a totally different movie uh, about uh, these cheerleaders uh, who happen to be uh, trained ninjas, nope, um, and they they have to uh, thwart um, uh, some this evil mobster uh, from taking over their dojo. Uh, their sensei is George Takei. Uh, the movie <laughs> is actually considerably better than Cheerleader Ninjas. Again, it is a different movie. Uh, this movie stacked next uh, ninja cheerleaders rather stacked next to uh, cheerleader ninjas. Uh, that movie is Schindler's List compared to cheerleader ninjas. That's because of all the child murder. Nary a fart joke to be had. No nerds. Legitimate, um, you know, conflict. Don't get me wrong. This movie is pants, but. It is so much better than the awful, awful movie that we watched last week. Guys, Soul Plane was better than the awful movie we watched last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's well, um, yeah, what am I watching, bud? Well, I'm glad you asked, Yeah, Brendan. what are you watching, bud? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I watched a movie. This is a while ago, but I mean, I, I forgot to recommend it a while ago. But I just I watched a movie called Cam. It's a little horror movie on Shudder. 
Uh, it's a movie about a, uh, she's basically, well, she's a webcam girl, she's a webcam model, and uh, she turns on her computer one day, and suddenly she is doing a show on her, like, channel, and she's not, you know, she's obviously not there, and somehow it's her, and people are watching, and she's like, what the hell is going on? And it, it, it's kind of an interesting, it's like a psychological horror kind of. Um, I'm not sure if it fully comes together by the end of the movie, but it's a fun ride, um, and you can watch it on Shutter. So, Cam, I think I saw it when it used to be it was on Netflix for a bit. On that note, um, Stephen Izzy, once again, thank you for coming. And why don't you tell the folks uh, where they can find you and listen to your uh, angelic uh, voices? Oh well, if you can't get enough of our voices, head on over to Everything I Learned from Movies on your favorite podcatcher, where we talk. About bad to questionable movies. I know it's kind of a unique premise, uh, but we also have celebrity interviews yeah. and all kinds of fun little things going on. Like we just had our first Podcart Fest, Woo! which is a celebration of podcasting and art. Uh, a nice little virtual festival. And, uh, we got an interview Janet Varney. Nice little Q and A with the audience, and uh, also director Brian Trenchard Smith. Uh, yeah. So- Hey, check out some of that. Uh, babe, are you on social media? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias, and I have an Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I make amazing goods and wares, and you can purchase them. Indeed. Wonderful. Now on Patreon as well. Also, guys, I have a Patreon! Boop, boop, boop! You get exclusive cat pictures, <laughs> but also I'm going to be doing demo videos. I have like a sticker club. I have all kinds of fun stuff. And 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 uh, listen, you have to sign. If you don't want Izzy to throw feces at you, you better sign up for her Patreon. I mean, there is that. <laughs> yeah. Or that's if it. you really want Izzy to throw feces at you, sign up for her Patreon. Yeah, that's see, the, I mean, the, the there non, is a level non feces is tier three. Feces is tier six. <laughs> hey uh do you guys have a patreon page <gasps> we do um you can actually oh. also you can find our podcast i mean you're listening to it right now but you can find us on social media on twitter and instagram at wwtt podcast you can find us on facebook just search for what were they thinking you can also find us at patreon.com slash wwtt podcast we are also on t public Redbubble, all that good stuff and before we go any further and before i ask nathan if he has any questions we do need to uh hint at what is coming up next week. Yeah, okay, so uh, we got one coming up, and um, it the hits just keep on coming. Or actually, rather, if you take the S at the end of hits and put it at the first of it, then you'll know how I kind of feel about these movies that are coming up. But uh, If you put an S in front of Hitman, you have my opinion of Bret Hart, that's, is what that, you're saying. That's right, Steve. Uh, okay, so here's, here's, here's my hint. <clears throat> Is that a pumpkin spice latte I smell? And now, Nathan, do you have any uh, questions about Congo? Um, I'll actually let Steve answer for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I got some questions I didn't really get to bring up, bring them up because I was, you know, drugged uh, by a British chimp puppet and Montrose. Um, well, as is tradition, right? Um, so okay, so this movie, it had. Ernie Hudson doing an accent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 and Tim Curry, but doing an accent, but not his accent. And then Delroy Lindo doing uh, an accent. Um, and with a movie where it seems like there's 
you know, they're they're going to make a point about, you know, uh, saving the planet and things, and then they just start murdering apes. So much so that was that lava or a river of ape blood at the end? I, with all of that taking into account, and, and the criminal underutilization of one Joe Don Baker, I, I simply have to ask. Ah. Oh. What were they thinking? All the leaves are brown, all the leaves are brown, and the sky is gray, and the sky is gray. Walking for a walking for a walk on a winter's day, on a winter's day. I'd be safe in the wild, I'd be safe and bold. If I was in LA, if I was in LA, California, California, dreaming on such a winter's day. Stopped into a church, I passed along. 